Hello, this is Danny Bly from the College of Integrative Chinese Medicine with our podcast for acupuncturists and acupuncture students. And today I'm asking members of the faculty, what does integrative Chinese medicine mean to you and to your practice? And to put this in context, we integrate five-element acupuncture with TCM as well as some more classical approaches to acupuncture and musculoskeletal approaches to acupuncture. Here's Angie Hicks and Peter Mould. I go back to the causes of disease. Five-element acupuncture really, more than anything else, deals with internal causes. Causes that come from the inside, stress and various different emotions, that's internal. And then looking at TCM, although to some degree it deals with internal causes, mostly when you look at the things that cause the syndromes, it's external causes, mm. wind, cold, damp, heat, other external things, or miscellaneous, not internal, not external, lifestyle. Mm. So when you have TCM, there's not as much on internal causes as is added by five-element acupuncture. Mm. And then when you look at five-element acupuncture, there's that part about external and miscellaneous causes are not there. Well, there are lots of different styles of, of acupuncture, and certainly you know, I, I recently started off as a five-element practitioner and that's in a sense still where my heart lies so my focus is always to try and work out a TCM diagnosis but also very strongly what the person's CF is well, I say always maybe sometimes someone's just got a, a very straightforward sports injury or something like that and so that would not be my focus but for people coming with chronic complaints my top my, one of my main concerns is always to make a CF diagnosis and in the early treatments to confirm that CF diagnosis I think one of the one of the catches sometimes is that people uh, sometimes TCM diagnosis is more straightforward um, and people like to treat what they know about and what they're not so sure about, for example, a CF diagnosis, they're inclined to downplay. I'm inclined to go the other way. I, my first concern is to resolve any uncertainties in my diagnosis. So generally speaking, testing out and really trying to find out what the person's CF really is mm. would be a top priority for me in my early treatments. So the first few treatments are all about confirming the CF? Very largely, five very largely. Um, Very largely, yes. And how how do you then progress? How do you bring in strands of TCM later on? Oh, it depends. On, so I, I might bring in TC, I might bring in strands of TCM from, from the word go if there's a very strong pathogenic factor. Depends what you call TCM. You might also be treating uh, channel problems uh, from from the word go, which you wouldn't which you wouldn't be five element acupuncture particularly. But I think that what I'm looking for is to see how much change can I generate from treating the CF, and I think I'm more inclined to start adding in extra more TCM type uh, acupuncture when a particular issue is not is not being resolved or not resolving quickly enough from treating the CF. Here's Greg Lampert and Magda Cotts. A deeper understanding of the organs allows you to integrate the knowledge of that into five element theory and practice. When I'm thinking about the heart, I'm thinking about fire. So I guess you could say that whilst I may be searching for a, a CF or try to identify a CF, I may be thinking about the organs in relation to the element and that the element may not be the CF. So I'm, I'm thinking about all five elements. Five element is the sort of core strengthening aspect and it may be strengthening by dispersing in the case of wood. It's the core which kind of drives the rest of the symptoms out and then TCM is tidy up the bits that don't respond. If something appears which is very acute or very there's a very strong pathogen or there's something yeah. uh, short-term 
going on, then that you would use TCN yeah, to address to more than five that, elements. Yes, yeah. But the oh, the ongoing kind of looking after your patient is something that's very much built around five element. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes there's a, some fundamental deficiency, like a yang or yin deficiency or blood deficiency often, which you also need to address. Mm. But you can often do that within your five element. Here's Jonathan Pledger and Jason Davis. Having more kind of tools in your toolkit yeah. mean that you can treat a wider range of patients? A wider range of patients, and I think even one thing more fully. So you can adjust your treatment accordingly to what you see in front of you. So that could be for that particular patient, but you know, one patient may be different to the other, will be different to the other one, and they come in, and you can kind of oscillate between the two or, or add, add both. But as somebody comes into the treatment room, you can use... TCM, five element, or combination of. So in your treatment room, you are quite fluid between a sort of five element and a TCM style. I don't consciously think, right, I will give them a TCM treatment and I don't consciously think I will give them a five element treatment, but they get the treatment. Mm. And like we said, you use the toolkit that you have available, knowing points and their functions, perhaps in a different way than you would if you were just a TCM or just just five element. I kind of think I'm practicing integrated Chinese medicine when I'm not sure what I'm doing, whether what I'm doing is TCM or five element. Quite often we kind of see it as you do your TCM bit and then you've got your five element bit and because they're both being done in the same treatment, we'd kind of call that an integrated treatment. I, I, I think that there's further to go on that one. I don't really have a hierarchy of treatment in my mind as it were. I think quite often we kind of see this hierarchy where you've got five element treatment at the top, somewhere in the middle you've got organ-based syndromes that you treat, and then the bottom feeders right the way down the bottom is your kind of musculoskeletal stuff. I I sort of rebel against that because it kind of sets up this thing of of, of preciousness. Five element treatment is better in a sense, and Mm. I'm not sure that's always the case. Something needs to shift in the patient. One needs to find a way in to enable that shift to happen. We're in the wonderful position, I think, here of having a whole number of tools Mm. in our toolkit. Integrated treatment at its best is where you fit the appropriate treatment to the patient. It's not one modality, it's about getting that right modality for the patient. I almost see it as going a step further than that, where I'm not actually either concerned or even necessarily cognitively aware of it being, of making a selection, am I doing five element treatment here or am I doing TCM treatment here? It's almost like that question doesn't arise in a sense it's all the same treatment, that the sameness about it is that the treatment principle is get the patient better. Here's Sam May and Angie Hicks once again. I initially studied with the uh, five element college in America um, when I lived out there and that's how I got into acupuncture in the first place and so I sort of have a particular liking for that style. That feels um, like home to see. Yeah, and I tend to go go down that route when I'm looking at patients with more spiritual, mental, emotional issues which feel need need to be addressed and so not really going down the more physiological route. Also I do often um, start my treatments with a pure five element treatment as well mm-hmm. just to test the CF of the, of the patient. Uh, you like to know you're on the CF that. before you start. I do quite like to do that. And also, yeah, I do find that throwing lots of different things at the beginning at, at the patient as a treatment principles, it, mm. it's quite hard to know what's doing what and what's working, what's what's really helping and what's really not. So 
I am mm. probably a bit more minimalist in my approach like that. I do like to really isolate mm. the different things that I'm doing. I often say to patients that doing an acupuncture treatment is a bit like asking a question. And if you ask a very complicated question, you get a very complicated answer. <laughs> yeah. So the first few treatments tend to be very simple, so that I get a very simple answer. And yeah, that's a really yeah. good, good analogy, isn't it? I would say to really be able to see the person as a whole and to be able to treat all levels of disease, whether it's body, mind, spirit, all acute, chronic, gives you such a greater mm, range gives of... Gives you a huge toolkit. Yeah. So Angie, a question that students often ask is how do they choose needle technique when they're treating a spirit point? I think this is really quite straightforward in that we'll use the same needle technique as we're using on other points, so on other body points. Mm. So if the person is we're supporting their energy, then we support the energy using a spirit point. But if we're doing more clearing treatment or we're kind of doing even technique, then we do that technique. Mm -hmm. So where you might get a wood CF with liver chi stagnation and you're smoothing the chi, doing even technique, then your spirit point is exactly That's the same. That's going to be using the yes. same even technique. Yes, yes. And I've seen people think they should only use tonification for spirit points so they use even technique on a wood CF and then they tonify mm -hmm. and that, that I wouldn't do that and I, I'm really quoting J.R. Wells if you're using a spirit point or a body point you always use the same as mm -hmm. you would for command points. So, so it's very yeah. simple so if you've got a fire CF who's got a lot of heart blood deficiency yeah. and you're tonifying source points and tonifying yeah. tonification points you're going to do a spirit point with tonification Absolutely, exactly the same. Thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at podcast at cicm.org.uk. You can find more about us at www.acupuncturecollege.org.uk. And remember that this is for Chinese medicine students and practitioners only. It's not intended for the general public.